Welcome everyone to Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to preview the doubleheader that's happening on this Saturday night. Ring of Honor Final Battle pay-per-view and NXT deadline going head-to-head. And I'm going to go cover each all the matches on each card. Decide if it's even worth checking out. If it's worth, you know, spending your Saturday night watching any of these shows. Or maybe there's one that might be more interesting than the other. Uh, we're going we're gonna to break it down. I thought it would be interesting to talk about these two shows. And, and considering that the Take On Podcast comes out normally on Saturday morning, I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to, to, to do that, to preview these. And... I'm telling you, I'm on the fence of, uh, honestly, both these shows. Uh, Ring of Honor Final Batter, I've been kind of watching a lot of the Ring of Honor pay-per-views the last few years. And and been curious to watch them uh, the same day. Um, last uh, The last couple, because the, the FTR Briscoe's tag team match was very interesting to me. So, um, you know, I was really wanting to watch those ASAP. They're having another the third match this pay-per-view, but this time around I'm kind of a little iffy on it. NXT, um, lately I just haven't been able to watch the the weekly television shows on a regular basis. I just, you know, been so busy with other stuff going on in my time. And and when I want to go back and watch it, I usually don't end up watching it. It kind of just falls on my DVR. I end up deleting it. Or I don't go back on Peacock to watch the replay. But... But I still kind of dig the uh, specials because the specials are usually pretty good and always kind of they always kind of hit. But this one has a really funky match stipulation. There's two different matches, two excuse me, two matches with these wacky stipulations. One of one of men, one of women, because this is WWE. We kind of each. Every time you do something like this, there has to be a women's match. There has to be a men's match. I, I just don't get it. Why we always have to do that. Um, it's just, but the match is funky. We're going to talk about that. But first, let's talk about Ring of Honor Final Battle pay-per-view. Of course, Ring of Honor purchased by AEW, purchased by Tony Khan, excuse me. And he's, you know, was a huge fan of Ring of Honor. And opportunity to buy Ring of Honor came about. And... It was being sold at a good price, and he he took it because, you know, what if you're a fan of something growing up as a kid and you had an opportunity to buy something to own it? I mean, you know, he, and he had the money to do it. He took advantage and he did it. Um, there's a lot of criticism this year. A lot of so much Ring of Honor storylines being on AEW television, and I agree with those criticisms. We talked about those criticisms on the Fight Game podcast. How it's just kind of like taken away. I think ever since he started putting the Ring of Honor uh, storylines on their television shows has really taken away the quality of the show and, and caused a lot of confusion for the audience. And now, I, Tony sometimes books, he books for himself and he books towards the internet, but he doesn't really think outside that fan base, in my opinion. He thinks everyone knows Ring of Honor and, and all that. But really, to me, it causes more confusion with your fan base. Or, you know, you're trying to get over this brand AEW. You're trying to get over, you know, all elite wrestling. And now you're throwing in Ring of Honor wrestling and their championships and 
And we're not going to talk about all the other championships that show up on the show, but like, it just causes confusion. And like, I mean, it's already confusing enough for a wrestling fan that when they follow WWE to to when they have two world champions at a time, you know, on, on different brands. You know, the lucky right now, it's easy to follow who is the man in the WWE, and that's Roman Reigns because he has both championships. But imagine like if you're you're, you're checking out AEW and you're like, well, this guy is the AEW champion, but why is this guy? Why is Chris Jericho in the main event defending a Ring of Honor, a title called Ring of Honor World Title? Like, what? Which the most important title? It's very, very confusing. So when Tony Khan bought, um, bought Ring of Honor, uh, he decided to continue on with the pay per view that was scheduled around WrestleMania time, and that featured still to this day my favorite match of 2022: FTR versus the Briscoe Brothers. And I get it, like, you know, it was already scheduled, there's there's tickets sold, it was like, you know, I think it was a great idea just to do it, and it's it's a nice little, like, you know, hey, this is the final event of Ring of Honor, and when we're ready to relaunch it, we're going to relaunch it, but instead he just kept, like I said, putting it on television. And to me, just caused extreme confusion, you know, when I'm watching that show, it's like, and... I think you can see, like, since the summertime, how the ratings have dropped. Not just because of Ring of Honor stuff, but you know the storylines aren't as good. Um, it's a lot more choppy than it was the previous time. And granted, this is Tony Khan. He's he his experience of booking wrestling before he started AEW was 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 none. And I mean, the greatest bookers in the world get burnt out within a year or less. So can you imagine running a, a promotion, a national wrestling promotion and you never booked before and you've been booking for three years. So you're going to have a lot of quality issues or your ideas are going to be repeated. And I think that's what we're seeing. And I, and I, you know, for foreseen this when AW started, Garen and I were talking about it and you know, you know, year one, you have all these great ideas, these fresh ideas, and you're executing those. But that year three, man, that's the true challenge. And, I, and we're seeing that. We're seeing that uh, with AEW. And I, I don't, I think Tony Khan himself did himself no favors with forcing this Ring of Honor brand onto the AEW audience. But it's here. We have another pay-per-view coming up, Rehonor Final Battle. And I tell you, like, this one I'm 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 not hyped for. If it was 20 bucks, I think I would buy it no problem. 25 bucks, yeah, no problem. But $40? Looking at this card, it's 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 there's some good matches, but nothing like you have to go see, right? Maybe one match, but that the setup of the match was really poorly done. It doesn't really make me super excited to see it. Um, a good friend of mine messaged me today. He's like, hey, do you want to go halves on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view? Not, so, to me, I might just do it just because, hey, it's only going to cost me 20 instead of 40 And 
if we can get third person to be better, right? If we can get, if we can go, if we get another person to go in, it'd be, it'd be a lot better. But um, it's it's just this one just seems so forced. Um, and I'm just not super excited. So we're gonna go down the card. Of course, final battle takes place at College Park Center in Arlington, Texas. Um, I believe it's like a over three thousand seat building. They only got like little over half full at this moment um a lot of people aren't super excited about this show like i said um tony khan last wednesday hot shotted a match on there but i don't think it's really gonna make a difference to the buy rate i think this i I don't know maybe people will watch it maybe this will be just as as record numbers as, as the last couple that he's he's said he's done and maybe this will be up to that level? I don't think so. I think there's going to be a little bit of a dip because we've kind of, you know, the matches aren't that hot, and the, the match that he's kind of hot shot was a match we've already seen, and the and it and it, the stipulation doesn't just justify like happening why it's happening. So you're just like, why do I want to watch? Like, why why do I really care? These guys want to beat each other up like this, and, and like I said, well, I'm gonna go through all of them. Sorry, I'm kind of just kind of just. <laughs> chatting away here on it but okay opening match ring of honor six-man tag team championship dalton castle the boys versus the mc brian cage and the gates of agony managed by prince nana i like dalton castle a lot but in aew at least his shtick's not working and honestly even before tony Khan bought ring of honor i just thought Dalton Castle's missing something. Maybe his shtick just is old. You know, he's still a good talent. I like his. I like his. I like his work. It's just, it's he's just. I I don't know. I just think it's just you've seen it. We've seen it already. We. I, mean, I like that he got the original boys back. That that's better than what he when he went with. That was a better package with his whole thing. But again, it just doesn't excite me. And the embassy. Gates of Agony, they're they're both young and have a lot of potential and, and they have good looks. Brian Cage is Brian Cage. You know, he's not that good. He's all he's all he's all show, no go. You know. You know, does a bunch of moves, doesn't make any sense. You know, he's he he, he like he, he looks like a million bucks, but when the bell rings, it's he 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 fails, right? So again. Not really hyped for this match. And it's a six-man tag team match, which I'm guessing is going to be like every six-man tag team match that happens these days. Bunch of spots, you know, lack of story. Um, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be better. I'll, I'll If I decide to watch it, <laughs> um, I hope I get surprised by it. But I don't, I don't, I don't have... I don't feel confident this is going to be a really good match. Match number two, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Shane Taylor shows up on, uh, what was that, Rampage or Dynamite? I think it was Rampage. And just talks about Keith Lee and their history of Ring of Honor. And and he shows up television like we're supposed to know who he is. And... (laughs) This tag team match gets set up, and then before we last time we had the pay per view, we saw Keith Lee walk up, walk away from Swerve, but then Swerve's like, "Hey, let's continue to talk." It's just like, 
what is this? Who's J.D. Griffey? I've never seen him before. That, that excites me because I like to see new talent. So that's the only thing I'm actually curious. I want to see what this J.D. Griffey could do. Shane Taylor, a lot of people you know, are excited when he showed up on AW television. They're like, yeah, he's finally here. He finally gets an opportunity. I might be the only one that doesn't see much in Shane Taylor. I don't believe him. I don't. He doesn't stand out to me. Um has anything special to be honest and again this whole thing with Keith Lee and Strickland is so confusing um I'd rather see them I'd rather see Strickland go away from Keith Lee and be pushed as a singles top heel guy because I think he has that in him Keith Lee is just missing something since uh he got called up to the main roster in the WWE um I think I'd rather see Keith Lee back in the WWE under uh, uh, Triple H's creative because I think Triple H knew how to get Keith Lee over. Vince McMahon obviously did not. Tony Khan, in my opinion, obviously has not yet, even though they've been tag team champions. And it, but it's it just to me they haven't still haven't used Keith Lee to the the best ability. And then I, the true star of the team is Swerve Strickland and and. His heel work's been good. I want to see him do, be a single. So I hope this just ends. Just ends because it's just not working. I don't think anyone really cares. Match number three, Ring of Honor Television Championship match. Samoa Joe, who's a champion, is also the AWTNT champion, uh, will defend his RH TV title, though, against Juice Robinson. Um, good match on paper. I, li- I always like Juice, but he is so cold these days um and when you announced this match on aw television and the last time your viewers saw juice robinson was getting beat by john moxley and it wasn't a good match it wasn't it was one of john moxley's worst matches on uh on on aw television in, in 2022 i mean it was fine it just juice i thought had an opportunity and he didn't he didn't. Uh, he did. He did fine, but he didn't hit a home run that he needed to hit. Didn't stand out when it was over. He would just beat flat, boom, and that was it. <coughs> so what makes a, a wrestling fan, an AEW fan, when it's on this, and they're going over this card on television, make oh I gotta go see that Juice Robinson guy again, challenging Samoa Joe? They're gonna say last time we saw this guy he got beat. Why do I want to watch this? So that's where I'm at. I think the match will be fine. And Joe, I really like his work ever since he turned heel on Wardlow and and has been the the TNT champion. I, he's done a he's done a great job. He's you know I, he's been on one of the highlights of the television show. I loved his he's wrestled perfectly versus Air Fox. Treated Air Fox exactly how he should have been treated. You know, as not at Samoa Joe's level. Uh, Darby Allen and, and and Joe had a really good match this past week on Wednesday. I loved that match, even though Darby just took some crazy ass risk. But we know that's that's Darby anyway. That's what's going to happen with him. But um, but I, I like what they're doing with Joe. I kind of want to see him move past Warlow because Warlow's cold, cold as ice, man. He's cold as ice. Um, I can see Warlow getting involved in this matchup, costing Joe the T the ROH TV title. But then again, you're gonna put on Juice, and right now Juice is not as hot as he was. Was that 2000? Shit, 
2018 or maybe early 19 when he won the the U.S. in New Japan U.S. title against Jay White, the Cow Palace. I was there live. That was just a massive pop when he won, and um, you know, it, ever since then he just kind of he's just slowly, slowly cooled cooled off. So, match number four, Ring of Honor Women's Championship match: Mercedes Martinez versus Athena. I like Mercedes Martinez a lot, but you know she's been injury prone lately. Um, and I' a little worried about her. This match is going to be very physical. Thea's trying to do a very physical style. I just still don't understand. I'm I'm never really an Ember Moon guy or a Athena guy. And in AEW, look what she showed up. What in the summer? She's already been to Bayface. She's already challenged for the title. She's already turned heel. So you run through so much for, with her. What's left after this, right? I could see Athena winning the this title because Mercedes has been, you know, I know she was hurt for a very long time, but, she, you know, she's cold, really cold as a champion. Um, and I just think her, her time on top of the card is, is, is done and i think she's more of you know she's a nice veteran in the middle right i really want to i rather if you're gonna put any any you know champion it should have been serena honestly should have i would have started serena but but mercedes won it so i think athena probably will win it here i think she you know and and because you gotta do something with her like i said they already ran through (laughs) six you know a few years of storytelling with her in like six months so so I'm guessing, you know, she's going to win this matchup. Match number five, a rematch. I think it's match three of, of so far. I think they're both one-on-one against each other. Ring of Honor Pure Championship match. Dan Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta. Um, Ring of Honor Pure Championship matches have just been re- basically regular matches. <laughs> um, they ver- You know, the pure rules with the three rope breaks each and the, the uh, really uh, strict uh, focus on the rules and the sports a- aspect of the, the championship um, of the pure rules really focused on in Ring of Honor. But ever since Tony bought it, he just basically just books it like any old championship. And these two had, you know, their matches have been good. I, I just don't really Dan Garcia, I just I feel well one, I feel he's cold. You know, before he was the whole stuff with Jericho and who he's gonna be, if he's gonna go with Danielson or Jericho. At least that was you know, that got him the fans really interested in him. And ever since then they kinda just stopped focusing on him. I don't know if he was hurt or what, but he's kinda lost momentum there. Wheel of Yuta was focused on and they stopped again another stop focusing on him and he's kind of been cold i think that the match will be good like the crowd's gonna love this match um i just don't care wheelie yuda i technically i think he's a fine wrestler I just he just just no personality and kind of bores me i don't believe he's a tough guy um it's just you know dan garcia same thing i, I don't i don't you know he, i don't believe him either i i don't know i think these guys are just not really ready for their position that they're in now. I still, you know, but maybe Ring of Honor is a good spot for them whenever they decide to do Ring of Honor. I hope they announce some kind of television deal this this week uh, or this this weekend after the pay-per-view or at the pay-per-view because 
I want to see Ring of Honor stuff kind of shift away from AEW, which Tony Khan mentioned that in his recent media call that he had, which I think is a good news. I think it's also a sign that something's going to be announced. But it if it's going to be just the Honor Club stuff, uh, I don't know. But if they have some kind of TV deal, and I think these Ring of Honor is a perfect place for these guys to uh you know to kind of you know you want to focus i think rihanna you need the young guys you want to want to be a brand that's going to be like your feeder system to the main roster and i think these guys would be perfect for that but um we'll see we'll see what's going to happen this weekend like i said i think the match will be fine it'll be a good match but yeah i (laughs) um i just just don't really care honestly uh, match number six. This is the match that was hot shotted on last at the end of Wednesday's uh, Dynamite, where FTR lost to the acclaimed, and and the Gun Club showed up on the big screen, and they you know made a reference like, "Aha! The whole internet thought we were going to interfere and cost FTR the titles," and like it just was what a stupid thing. What a, that's that's a very marked booking right there. Very marked booking to to say to have them. Y'all thought we were going to interfere, and we're not. I just, I couldn't believe that. It's like Tony's trying to get up, get one on the, on the, on the internet. There, it's like, well, it would have been more interesting if the Gun Club actually interfered, and you gave FTR an out, gave FTR, you know, a reason to bitch and moan that they lost because these punk kids interfered. Um, so they say something there. And then you could have had a natural, you know, tag team championship match at the at the pay per view between the Gun Club and FTR. But then the Gun Club, in their promo, reveal that at Final Battle, they're passing on a message from them boys, the Briscoe brothers, a double dog collar match at the pay per view. Now, if this was a a a blood feud between two teams that just hate each other. And, you know, it, it has to come down to some kind of match beyond the, the the regular rules of professional wrestling to just end this feud. A double dog collar match, yeah, that'd be that'd be a great match. But this feud has it's not about a blood feud. It originally started between two tag teams who both believe they are the best tag team in the world. They had their match. They wrestled a really great, heated match. FTR came out on top. The Briscoe brothers showed FTR respect. They all shook hands in the ring. And then they had a rematch at the the following pay-per-view. Two out of three falls. FTR wins that one as well. Again, mutual respect is shown. And they haven't interacted since because there's no ROH shows. And all of a sudden now it's a double dog collar match. Because Tony Khan realized the hype's not there for this pay-per-view. The tickets aren't selling for this pay-per-view. He needs something to get people super excited. It's but it just doing this the Wednesday before the pay-per-view is not gonna get people excited. Honestly, I'd rather see FTR defend against the Gun Club or something like that. You know, I think the match on its own in a vacuum is going to be really good because those guys are great. But it's just not going to—it's just not going to mean anything because the stipulation is not justified, right? 
So I think you got to break away from FTR versus the Briscoe brothers. And then I don't understand why the Briscoe brothers can't appear on what executive at Warner <laughs> doesn't want the Briscoe brothers in AEW is, it's just, I mean, blows my mind considering like some of the people that roster that they have there and they're on the roster and they're on television but the Briscoe brothers can't be because of some stupid things that Jay Briscoe said years and years and years ago that he's apologized for. I mean, you know, all accounts, he's, he's done a lot. He's, he's, he's on, he's realized his immaturity in those comments and he's apologized. It just blows my mind why he can't, why he can't get, uh, well, they can't allow them on AEW television. It's just, you know. But this is a good, well, you know, split them off. You know, have the Briscoes wrestle another good tag team. You know, maybe maybe, maybe do Swerve and Mark Glory versus uh, the Briscoe brothers. Maybe Swerve and Keith Lee come to agreement like, hey, let's just, let's, 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 let's rebuild. Let's, let's start, let's, let's get back on the same page. And, you know, we're a great team. We're former tag team champions. Let's prove our, let's prove these people and, the world and to ourselves why we are a great tag team let's challenge one of the best tag teams in the world and that being the briscoe brothers and then you know swerve and lee can have issues and briscoe's win the match and you can come back with that briscoe's ftr match sometime down the line it doesn't have to i don't think it needs to be a double dog collar as well but you know you could do it later like like give us some you know we already seen it twice already let's 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 do something different here and i know doing different they're trying to say oh it's going to be different because it's a stipulation match but no 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 just doing a stipulation match to do it doesn't excite me as a wrestling fan i want i want to be i want to be i want it to, to feel like it has to come down to this right like Ric Flair, Terry Funk, my favorite match of all time. The I Quit match, the final match. You know, these two proud, legendary wrestlers are going to fight this war and one person has to get humiliated by saying I quit, right? Like, I, it was building to a big blow-off match like that between Flair and Funk. This is just hot-shotting. This is just something he's, you know, hoping to get some extra buys out, you know, for people and... And I, I think, like I said, in a vacuum on its own, it's going to be a really good match because those those four guys are are really good. But I'm I just not as excited as I was for the first for the first two. The main event: Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli. Chris Jericho is a Ring of Honor champion. There's a stipulation on this match as well. If Claudio loses, he must join the Jericho Appreciation Society. I mean, how many, <laughs> how many times in AEW has like if someone loses, they have to join another group, private party, with multiple times with multiple different people, Matt Hardy to to Andrade's group to back to Matt Hardy. It, now Matt Hardy is, you know, lost and has to be, you know, serving the firm. It's just, just ridiculous, right? Same thing with this. And Chris Jericho, in my opinion, has, has this 
Ring of Honor Champion thing is not working for me. I know some people like it. Jericho's work to me hasn't been. It all depends who he's in with, and I think I think I'll definitely Clyde is going to have a good match with him. But I'm wondering if this is is does Claudio win here, and would that be a disappointment? I asked this to Gary Gonzalez on our uh, the Fight Game podcast this week, and he said, "Yeah, it would be a disappointment. I think so too." Claudio, of course, you know when he came in AEW hot, but within week a few weeks, kind of just became. Any old guy on the roster, and and that's it. You know, he hasn't... And so I think him beating Jericho for the title... You know, if you're going to use Jericho to have him lose, you got to build someone up that, that could may, maybe benefit from Jericho, you know, drop it to him. And I don't think Claudio would... It would benefit Claudio. I think it would just... Claudio would be the same. He'd be right in the... You know, and we'll see. We'll see what happens, but... And then... But I, I, I can see Jericho retaining, actually, because, like, what do you do? Claudio wins the belt. Now you have Claudio back as Ring of champion again. He's only, you know, champion for, like, you know, what, a month and a half. Now he's champion again. What are you going to do there? So, you know, but I guess there's something to be told with, you know, Claudio being forced to be with the J Jericho Appreciation Society, but then again, we already seen that had that storyline going on right now with Jer with uh, Matt Hardy and Ethan Page, right? So, yeah, I would probably watch this if, like I said, I decided to pull the trigger and go halves with my buddy just just to watch it, um, or I was able to get away and maybe go to Big Dave's house to watch it, but yeah, I. I don't know. I'm leaning more towards skipping this one, um, because, like I said, I I think, and I know the match is going to be really good between FTR and the Briscoe Brothers. It's just, I don't want it to be a double doll car match because it is. There's no reason for it, right? Everything else is just, just there, really. So, is it worth my twenty dollars? Eh. Maybe. We'll see. But there's another show on this night. NXT Deadline from the, the Performance Center in Atlanta, Florida. I'm really excited that um, they're going to they're gonna do a show in February in Carolina. I think a takeover, I believe. Uh, I think they're going to start doing tours again, which is exciting. You know, I... You know, I and, like the performance center for the television show, but you know, I want to see the, the special events be done and, and, and bigger in front of bigger audiences. And I think it's going to do a lot, a lot of these guys and gals good when they, when they go on the road, I know they're doing some coconut loops now, but you know, the main, the main, you know, there's different levels. There's a coconut loop level and there's like the, the tour main touring level. Um, a lot of those, you know, cause a lot of those, featured stars on NXT are still very young themselves. So them out in front of different crowds and in, in a different States going to definitely help them out. So it's going to be a good thing. And I guess they're going to test the waters with the, that February takeover. And then as Sean said, they're going to, uh, you know, if all goes well, they'll start touring again. Um, and I think, like I said, just nothing but a positive when it comes to that. Uh, this is the show that you know, a lot of people are talking about 
NXT deadline just because the wackiness of the two matches called Iron Survivor Challenge matches. Um, these are a combination of was it War Games, King of the Mountain, a penalty box match, and World Class, or you know, I know other promotions had it, but it's, <laughs> it when they announced this match and Shawn Michaels was going over it, it was like, what the hell? Now, granted. I'm sure they'll have these well laid out. And I think the men's matches would are going to deliver in this match. But I'm very concerned about the women's match. No matter how much you can it, no matter how much you go over it, it's just going to it's just going to look awkward. It's going to look very choreographed. And I I I think like if it was me, I would just done the men's match because the men in this match are very talented and they can pull it off. And you want people to have that, you know, you're interested in the match. You want it to get over, right? You want it, to, it wants to deliver. And I think because you can't do these matches back to back, I don't think. But still, I think you have to end it the night with the men's match because. That's going to be the stronger of the two matches. I'm not knocking the the women and or, or and saying the men are, are men are superior. I'm just saying like they're they're just more experienced and smoother workers than the w- women in this Iron Survivor Challenge match. And I think you know you, you, <laughs> the first match of, of this type they're going to see is with the women. And I think it's going to leave a bad taste in people's mouth mouths after it's over like you're not going to be ex- excited to watch the men's because you're like oh man that was a rough rough with the women but you know the men can kill it you know are going to kill it i i think and i say you you just keep the men's and the women match could have been something different or you could have had you need all you know you could have had a title match instead of instead of this you know this iron survivor challenge match but what is an Iron Survivor Challenge match? Like I said, it's a mixture of a bunch of different gimmicks. It's matches. It's Shawn Michaels cooped up thing. I don't know if it's just Shawn Michaels is creative or someone else pitched it and they kind of all worked, worked through it and came up with this. But it is out there. And I'm really curious to see how it's going to come go, how it's going to be executed. Like I said, I think the men would deliver the women are going to have a, ch- a big challenge and here are the stipulations of iron survivor challenge match first off first of all there's uh was there uh five wrestlers in the match two wrestlers start the match and every five minutes another wrestler enters all five until all five participants are present so very war games like man those five minute intervals though worry me especially with the women's matches that's I could see a, just a lot of time being wasted and uh, wasted motion. I think it should have been five and then two minute intervals. Um, even with the men, honestly, I think it would have been a better uh, pace to the match. And that so after the last wrestler enters. There's a predetermined time limit. What that is, I don't know. I'm guessing 30 minutes. 
But then you, this match has potential to be like an hour long. I'm a little concerned about the women being there for that long. Or maybe it's only 15 minutes after they enter. I don't know. We'll see. Or five minutes. I'm guessing it's going to be, it has to be long because at each, yeah, at that point, after the matches, all wrestlers are in, there's a paternal entitlement. Then each time a wrestler scores a pinfall, submission, or being a victim of a disqualification, they gain a point. So you need a, a, enough time for these wrestlers to get points, right? So it can't be a five-minute predetermined time. It's going to be at the minimum 20 minutes, right? A wrestler who's pinned, submitted, or disqualified then goes into the penalty box. So once you get uh, lose a fall, you have to go in the penalty box. So you're unable for 90 seconds to you, to add to your score or get any pants, right? The winner of the match is the wrestler who scores the most points at the end of the time limit. And this kind of concerns me because when I was younger, I thought the Iron Man match was was a was a great idea. And some have been really well done, but for a lot of times when you know that it has a has a future timeline, you're not like really invested until the last few minutes. So we'll see how they can bring the the excitement or bring the, the dramatic finish as we close the time out. But I'm a little concerned about that. And then the winners of the men's and women's matches come to one contender to the NXT championships and respective respective divisions. So who's in the Iron Survivor Challenge match? For the women, Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, oof. Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, who I like, but she's very green still, Very, but she's very athletic. Indy Hartwell, I love Indy, but... I think she's more of a personality than she is, you know, in the ring. So that's, her personality is a strength. Her in the ring is not. So I have real concerns about this match. Roxanne Perez and, and Zoe are, are, are good, but they're still very young. They're still very green. Keon Jeans is really green, but she's very athletic. I think she's a... I'm not a big fan of her gimmick, but she needs something to kind of stand out right now. But I think she has the potential to be really good. Um, so, yeah, this is Cora Jade. I mean, my goodness. She's could be one of the main worst wrestlers on the, in wrestling today on the main, on any kind of national television base, in my opinion. She's just, just not that good. And I've, very concerned about this match. And I think this is going to be the, we're going to see this match first for the men's and then we're going to have a bad taste in our mouth. In our mouth. That's why I say, man, they should never have done two. Just kept it one with the men. Try it out with the men first. If it all goes well, then next year you can do this match, right? So, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. If they can, I hope they, but I hope these ladies kill it though. I really do. Prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong because but I don't know. <laughs> the men's Iron Survivor Challenge match is uh, Carmelo Hayes, J.D. McDonough, Grayson Waller, Joe Gacy, Axiom versus Axiom. All good talents. Um, you have good talents in the ring. You have big personalities 
in there as well with like Grayson Waller, uh, Carmelo Hayes, JD McNunna's just fantastic in the ring. Axiom, fantastic. Uh, Joe Gacy, very underrated as as in ring. Uh, so I think they're going to kill it. I think this match is, they will make this match really good. Um, I think they'll do really well and they'll, they'll keep it exciting because how can you not with this talent? This is a very talented group of guys, in my opinion. I don't think they get the love they deserve by a lot of the, the people that I see you know, online I've seen and people, the experts, you know, but they are very talented and um, I think a guy that's really going to be a standout in this match is going to be Axiom. I think Joe Gacy is going to show something that he hasn't been on the show lately in NXT. JD McDonough is going to be the glue. Carmelo Hayes is going to do a bunch of athletic stuff. And Grayson Waller is going to add the, a lot of the personality and a lot of the Lot of lot of the fun and 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 as a heel getting his butt kicked kind of way, but he's also very. I think he can be very exciting and and do some cool stuff himself. I'm a big Grayson Waller guy. I really am. Um, I'm actually a big fan of all these guys in this matchup. And of course, you got you know Carmelo Hill as Trick Williams on the outside. I assume that he's going to be out there and involved. So you have that element. Uh, Joe Gacy has his schism group. Um. I'm sure they'll get involved to kind of because it's a long match, and you're gonna need some stuff to happen to kind of break things up, and kind of just keep things moving and and uh, kind of just change the momentum a little bit. So I'm sure all those will get involved. So we'll you know we'll see. Well, I I think this is gonna be a really good match. I just worry that by the time we start watching it, we'll, the, the women's match will leave such a bad taste in our mouth and we're like, eh. So those are the two men's and women's Iron Survivor Challenge Masters. Three more matches on this card. Um, Alba Fire, who I just want to call Kaylee Ray. I hate the Alba Fire name, but I love Kaylee Ray. I love, uh, I think she's so good in the ring. Isla Dawn, I'm just not the fan. She was my least favorite in NXT UK. Um, they have her doing the witch gimmick, and she's doing it here. I just, I just never got into her work, you know. But I've seen this match before. It's it's a good match because I think Kaylee Ray is just a, a, a top notch worker, and she'll she'll have a good match with Isla Dawn. Unfortunately, I think. Adon's probably win this match because she's you know a brand new character on NXT Prime, I guess, and I it's her time, you know, it's gonna be Adon's time, so I'm sure some shenanigans will happen and she'll win and and all that, but uh, I'm just not the biggest Adon fan, but I guess they're building her up for something. I don't I don't know, maybe challenge Mandy Rose, we'll see. The NXT Tag Team Championship match is going to happen. It's going to be pretty deadly versus the New Day. New Day coming down from the main roster. Uh, I don't think it means as much to for fans to be like, oh, I got to watch this now because New Day's there. I think it's a really great treat for um, um, the fans at the Performance Center to see the New Day there. Pretty deadly. I love them as a tag team. I hate what they've been doing with them with these skits. 
uh, they did one God, a couple weeks ago I watched and it just was not working at all. Um, they're big personalities. They're, they're great gimmick, you know, tag team. And they're also very good at the ring. Like just be the model guys, not like the group on the main roster. Be like, you know, these, these conceited, you know, pricks and they'll be fine like do what you did in NXT uk like they're trying to add this stuff this this comedy with them and i don't know that's not the way to get them over and you know this, this match will be good this will be a really good match no doubt about it but i just don't think they're doing the new pretty deadly justice with these goofiness they're doing these skits these 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 jokes in the ring and I didn't watch the Christmas. They had like a, I think they did a Christmas thing or something like that. I think it's when New Day came out, but I didn't see it. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna watch it because last time they were out there, they tried, they were out there for too long trying to do some bad comedy, and it's, it just ugh, turned me off. But and I feel bad because there's a lot of fans that you know didn't watch NXT UK, so I had, hadn't seen Pretty Deadly, and I feel like their impression is that this, they do these bad skits, but. Really, they're a really good tag team. Once that bell rings, they're 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 fantastic. And I just wish, and I think they get overlooked because of the goofiness they're doing. Instead of and, and instead of people fo- realizing, like, man, these guys from that bell of bell could freaking go. The final match on this card, and it's probably not going to be. It's probably be the match before the the, the men's iron. Uh, survivor match it'll probably break up the women's match and the men's iron survivor match be Braun breaker defending the nxt championship against apollo cruz i mean Braun breaker what a phenom i always enjoy watching him wrestle um i really liked his match with von wagner recently on television i thought that was a very good match i thought von, von wagner looked r- Really good in that match, and Braun Breaker looked awesome in that match. Uh, Paulo Cruz is a, is a a good worker, and I think these guys are just going to go out there and have a great match. I you know, um, and I think they're definitely going to deliver big time. And it's probably going to be the match of the show. Maybe the men's Iron Survivor Challenge could could surpass it, but just regular match on this card Braun Breaker and Apollo Crews will probably be the very best and and um, you know it's a good match for Braun Breaker to have and with a guy like Apollo Crews and he's just gonna you know keep upping his upping his status and it's gonna be solid so so those are the two shows this weekend and honestly for your money I think it's best to, to go with NXT, honestly, it's only what ten bucks technically. If you have like me, have it on uh, with your cable system, it's only five dollars extra for at least the no um, no commercial stuff uh, for Peacock Network. And you know you're getting a very unique st- match that we've never seen before. So there's, for me, the curiosity is to see what the hell this is going to be and if it's going to deliver. Uh, Pretty deadly, and New Jay is going to be good. Uh, Braun Breaker and Apollo Crews are going to be good, and at least they're all fresh matches, so that's cool. 
but when I look at the RHK view, and I, I think if it's twenty bucks, I'm watching both. I'm, I'm making a night of wrestling. But that forty bucks to me is a big, is a big ask for this card. So, like I said, I if my buddy wants to go halves, I'll go halves on him with him on it. But then again, I he he, he messaged me today and he's like, "Did hey, you want to do this?" And I say, "Can't we wait till Saturday? Like a more of a game time decision deal?" Because I'm still on the fence about this card, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what. You, <laughs> we'll see if I decide to watch it and if I decide to throw down some some money on it. And but also, kid, I'm okay with waiting this to just read results. You know. There's nothing I have. Like I don't feel like I'm missing out if I don't. I don't. I don't. If I don't watch it, you know. Like our good buddy Kevin Ely's going to be there live, so I'm happy for him, even though he's not really super excited about the card. But I think he's excited about you know going to a live show. But he kind of wishes a little more of a better card. But I I know he's going to have fun at the show, so I wish Kevin the best at the final battle pay per view. But so there it is. That's the preview of these two shows. Let me know which ones are going to be watching. Are you going to watch both? Are you going to watch one live and watch the, the other one later or maybe the next day? Give me your thoughts. Send, me, send it to me at JL. Everyone, have a great weekend. Take care.